Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to HelpMyGamblingProblem.org for free confidential services. What's out there is unknown. So at UC San Diego, out we go. Because to take on the challenges of the here and now, you got to get your feet wet, your eyes open, and your mind out there. Way out there. Turning the unknown into cures, culture, and connections with each step forward. So pack a bag, a notebook, and some sandals and get ready to look far and think further. UC San Diego. Learn more at UCSD.edu. The Ozone. Welcome to the Ozone Podcast, presented by ViStar Credit Union, with Jaguars senior writer, John Osher. We're joined this week. I think fans are going to enjoy this because he's obviously the guy who enjoys being in Jacksonville, enjoys the NFL, and enjoys football. So um, a great interview, so I'm looking forward to this. Jaguars rookie inside linebacker, Devin Lloyd. Devin, first of all, thanks for being here. Of course, of course. And uh, tell me about... uh, Week one, first time playing in the NFL. I know you've talked about it already, but uh, what was that experience like? How did you feel like you handled it? And uh, just what was your takeaway? Yeah, um, obviously, first things first, you want to come out with the win. But, um, you know, it definitely was obviously a blessing being out there. Some good, some bad, and some ugly, um, as expected with the first game. Uh, A lot of things I took from it, though, that um, I'm going to end up fixing. And, you know, I learned from... Um, but really just, just, you know, happy to get out there and, um, you know, try to help my team, you know, win. And obviously uh, we didn't get the victory, but, you know, it's something that we're all looking forward to, a new opportunity this week. And it was uh, – I talked to you in Atlanta when you were coming back with a couple other writers, and I was struck when you were talking about coming back from the hamstring injury, um, just what a task that was. I mean, that was a tough time and a, and a tough go to get back. Uh, how much of an accomplishment was it? to get back by week one for you? That was a difficult rut. Yeah, uh, it was a lot more difficult than I expected when it first happened, and it was really just a matter of just, um, you know, staying the course, trusting the process, and ultimately, um, you know, that's what I did, and, you know, everything ended up working out, um, you know, how it, how I hoped for it to work out. So, you know, I was glad to be out there, and I felt good. I felt healthy. So, um, you know, just really glad it did end up working out. I should know this, but... Had you had significant injuries at Utah or not really, right? No, I, I'd never missed a practice or a game. I think I missed one practice in my career and never missed a game, never been out for um, anything, um, right. especially like that. So. so when you're told before training camp even starts, hey, this is going to be a while, I'm sure there's part of you that thinks, now? Out of, you know, When you haven't dealt with it your whole uh, career and then all of a sudden, why right now? But yeah. I guess... It's just something you deal with. Yeah, definitely thought, um, you know, why is this happening right now? Like, um, it really just trying to focus on um, what I can do right now to not worry about, uh, well, why is this happening sure. to me? More so just focus on getting back, you know, as quick as possible. So, but that did come into my, my mind. It's like, 
first, you know, training camp of my NFL career, mm-hmm. and I can't be there, and I actually missed the whole training camp. Right. Which um, initially I'm thinking it'll be okay. I'll come back in a week. It'll be fine. Yeah, you probably talked uh, to teammates weeks. who had hammies, and like, yeah. okay, it won't be a big deal. Yeah, and then it just was still there, kept lingering, and you know, it just ended up being the whole training camp. So one of th- one of the, one of those things you look back on, you're like, man, like th- that really happened. But um, you know, I'm glad that. Um, you know, I had the right mindset and was able to, you know, fight my way through it. You're known among teammates and from talking to your coach at Utah uh, for your work ethic. And even your coach at Utah talked about a professional approach, even in college. Where does that come from? What do you attribute that to? Uh, I guess when did it start? When did you yeah. sort of uh, start taking uh, football seriously like you do? I would just say maturity uh, throughout my college career. When I first came in, I've always worked hard. Um, you know, I can say that all the way back to when I first, you know, started playing sports. And that obviously progressed um, throughout my years mm-hmm. playing. But I would say whenever I first got to college and I really saw some some of the older guys and how they worked, that elevated my level of work even more. And then I would say right before my um, junior year, uh, the first year that I was starting in college, is when I took it up to a whole nother level and just kept progressing more and more and more. And so as I look back, I say um, my second year starting is really when I started to handle myself like a pro outside of, um, you know, outside of ball, like in terms of taking care of my body, um, the consistent film, like just doing everything right. And, you know, um, my senior year, I pretty much – um, I wouldn't say perfected, but I felt really comfortable, you know. Well, the stories are kind of myself. legendary at Utah about how you worked. So yeah. I was perfected, but you took it to a high level. Yeah. Who taught you the most about working? Mm, uh, my dad. Uh, my dad definitely, um, you know, kind of paved the way for me as far as, you know, telling me how to handle my business, um, how to really just – he told me, you know, so many things. But, um, you know, one thing that stood out is um, – you know, basically, he said nothing's going to be given. You got to go right. take it, and you know you have to be a student of the game in order to do that. You know, a student of the game is something he always harped on me. You mm-hmm. know, just understanding the ins and outs of the sports you're playing. He was a basketball player, but okay. um, he still taught, always taught me to be a student of the game. So that's something he always said. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. When did you realize, I'm going to assume that you didn't know in high school you were going to play in the NFL. A little bit of a late bloomer. Yeah. Uh, to this level, I guess. Um, how did that help you sort of having to work to get here? Some mm-hmm. guys are sort of here naturally and, and sort of know from the start. Did that help you, and when did you sort of know you were going to be able to play in the league? Well, um, I would say the people that I was around always um, uplifted me. So when I first started playing football, you know, I had always people, I had good people in my corner, and they always told me, you're going to play D1 football, okay. and you're going to go to the NFL. And so I, I believe that from the time I was a freshman in high school and I knew I was a little bit behind the curve as far as other guys, you know, four star, five stars, they have everything kind of set up for them. Sure. And, you know, I'm the guy who, like you said, late bloomer, I kind of had to take a different route. Um, but I always had faith. I always believed in myself and 
I never really understood how hard it was going to be or how much work it had to be, but I'm glad because I never really focused on that. I just focused on what I had to do to get Mm -hmm. to where I wanted to be. Yeah, some guys talk about when they have to work for it a little more, it helps them once they're here because they know how to do it. Mm -hmm. So um, a big leader at Utah, um, how do you translate and become a leader in the NFL? Do you have to wait for it to come to you, or how do you approach that? I believe so, but I also believe um, it's different levels of leadership. Um, so at Utah, I was the old guy. I was the vet, um, mm-hmm. so to say, um, there, especially my last two years. And so um, that type of leadership, you know, where I was um, showing the young guys what to do, showing them the ropes, um, letting them know my experiences, um, that was the type of leader I was um, the last right. two years. Um, and now even earlier on in my career and early on here, it's more so now leading by example, doing the right things um, and even, um, you know, leadership within my group because I'm the young guy now. So right. I'm really looking after all the older guys to see, um, you know, how they're handling stuff. Um, but I, I try to lead as far as doing the right things. And, you know, whenever, you know, other guys on the team seemingly be like, I respect how he's moving. I respect what he's doing, um, eventually building my way into um you know, having a larger voice. Mm-hmm. I don't want to dwell on this, but obviously everybody knows that Utah, you guys went through a tough season, yeah, your senior year, two deaths on the team of people you were close to. Um, how did that – I know you're obviously a serious guy, but you took a, a real leadership role in bringing that team together. Mm-hmm. How did that change you? How did it shape you moving forward? Um, you know, I would say – uh, it affected me personally, and I felt, um, you know, I felt like I really had to be there even more for, you know, everyone around me. And that was earlier on, um, you know, when it first started happening. Sure. Um, but I would say that kind of brought everyone cro- closer together, mm-hmm. um, you know, as a team. Um, you know, everybody really just started to mesh even more so because, you know, we already were pretty fond of each other. We had pretty much the whole team from 2020 came back to the right. you know following year. But that even more so was like, okay, now we all have to, like, really just make sure, you know, we have no regrets. Right. Really, we do everything we can. And we just started, um, you know, doing more things together, really. And as an older guy, you got to process a lot and then try to help younger guys, which makes it – trickier and i guess more to deal with so yeah yeah um you know as far as being there for the young guys um especially um because you know ty was a a freshman and then sure um ayla was a year younger than me but um some of the younger guys um you know i mean this is their first time in college and this happens sure and so it's um you know you you definitely just gotta you know make sure that you know their brothers are there for them right on a lighter note obviously uh you get to the Jaguars, a 3-14 and 14 team last year, but yet the culture seems to have changed maybe even before you got here and as you're here. Uh, what's your view on the Jaguars' culture, and how do you feel about this thing moving forward? What's the vibe you're getting? The vibe, um, guys just want to win. Guys are hungry. They want to win, and we're buying into you know everything that Coach P is saying. Um, really, we're a relatively young group. Um, so, you know, it's just more so we're just hungry and we're just hungry and we're doing things the right way. I'll say that. A very football one-on-one question. I know you are a, a, a versatile player who can do a lot defensively. You were out with the hamstring injury 
anything yet in the defense that you're not comfortable with, or are you there in terms of, hey, I know this scheme, whatever they ask me to do, I can do? Yeah, no, I definitely feel comfortable in the defense, um, scheme-wise, technique-wise, and um, being out for so long, there's little things that just pop up that you hadn't seen before sure. that you learn. Um, but outside of that, I mean, you know, anything that you know they ask me to do right now, I could go out and do it and do it at a um, very confident level. And the hammy's gone. Uh, you're Devin Lloyd now, right? Yes. Okay. Yes. Well, I'm going to ask Devin Lloyd five quick questions to close this out. If it's all right, we call all it right. the Ozone Five. The Ozone Five. Five. It's really fun stuff, and it's quick answers. Your last binge watch, if you ever have time to watch TV. Um, I'd say the Washington offense. Yeah, right now it's the Colts offense. <laughs> okay. All right. Good answer for a rookie. <laughs> Next year when you're in here, I'll ask you that, and you can answer it honestly. So, right. uh, your last song on the way in this morning. Last song. Oh, I want to say it was Saturday, Saturday Night Love. Okay. Bye. Ah, I forgot. I forgot. Um, Sorrell and Alexander <laughs> O'Neill. Yeah. All right. Toughest opponent that you had a game plan for then? Toughest opponent I'd had the game plan for. In college. I'd say, oh, in college? Okay. Um, it was probably Oregon 2019 with Justin Herbert. Gotcha. And then uh, they had some, they had a good O-line and, uh, you know, some good It's a tough thing to face at the college level. I got it. Yeah. Um, sport other than football that you would have played? Basketball. You're good. Yeah, my dad's a hooper. That was the first okay. sport I played, so. Gotcha. Yeah. And you've already answered this a little bit, but person in your life who's most responsible for you being in the NFL? Most responsible for me being in the NFL? Um, I would say it was probably just a combination of my mom and my dad that kind of shaped who I am. Um, you know, you know, they taught me all the things that I needed, um, you know, about, you know, for one, um, you know, work ethic, mm-hmm. but then also, you know, compassion, you know, just a, a lot of things that you need to. Um, be successful in life, not just football. Devin Lloyd, I know Jaguars fans are excited to watch you grow as a player and watch you perform over the years. I think they've gotten to know you a little bit more today. I can't thank you enough for joining the Ozone Podcast. Thank you, Devin. Thank you for having me. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. All-inclusive vacations make life easy with endless eats, bottomless drinks, and never-ending fun. So booking an all-inclusive vacation should be easy too, right? That's where Apple Vacations comes in. Book your all-inclusive getaway with Apple Vacations and receive exclusive perks at select resorts. You'll find the best deals at Ryu Hotels and Resorts in Mexico, the Caribbean, and Central America. And enjoy a selection of exclusive nonstop vacation flights. Turn on easy mode at applevacations.com or call your local travel advisor to get started. Visit applevacations.com or call your local travel advisor to get started.